Okay. Hi guys, I'm Omi. And I'm Zara, and welcome to episode eight of What's Your Own. Today is segment two of our wine and crime segment. Oh, I just said segment twice, but you guys don't care. It's all good. We almost didn't make it to episode eight, guys. We almost got arrested (laughs) on holiday, so we could have been doing this for a day or so. You never know. Illegally. This could be an illegal podcast. That would have been so late. Have you seen those TikTok videos of those guys in prison that are like doing... <laughs> that would be us. Oh my god, I'd definitely be seeing a bitch. What? Holding pockets. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way to survive. I flog this off. It's fine. Someone will want it. I would probably <laughs> just end up dying. I'd be caught in a ruckus and get shanked. Fuck's sake. I'm a weak. Yeah, I just know it. I just know. It. I just feel like I'd get caught up in someone else's fight. Yeah, you would. You'd get caught in the middle. Oh, dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Prison's not for you. I mean, it's not for me. Really? I feel like if the time came to it, I could fight. I think so too. I'm just not. I've got that anger in me. We saw it. In that train station, not station, on the train. On the train, that fucking picket inspector. He was trying to arrest someone that day, and it sure as fuck was not going to be us. I was so mad. But because you were mad, I think it escalated it. <laughs> I can't help myself. He was being so rude. It was when he shouted at you because you couldn't say fluff no, I feel like I was, I was like, butchering the language. Dickhead. I was butchering the language. So it's kind of fair. <laughs> like, everyone. No, it's, not. <laughs> it's not fair to intimidate us the way he did. Nah, that was nasty. Even, I said even the policeman didn't give a shit. He really didn't. He, he he was called over for no reason. I felt like he was the main reason that that happened was because him and you were fighting. Me and you were like invisible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a prick. I still every time I think about it, I still get upset. <laughs> I'm holding on to this. Forgotten his, forgotten his face yet? No, I still remember his face and his tattoo, how he had his sleeves rolled up and everything. His little <laughs> haircut. Mad. Maddening man. Ugh. Um. Dickhead. Anyway. <laughs> Apart from that, Germany was wonderful. We had a great time. Yeah, it was nice. Do you think you'd go back? Um, not in the summer. I don't want to get stung again. I feel like that's a yearly thing, though. Like it's year round. I don't get why there's more wasps than flies. I just don't get it. I just feel I literally have PTSD now when it comes to all insects. Yeah, it's fucking ugly. Sorry. <laughs> okay, anyway, topic. Go on, sir. So, I thought, because I won the last one, um, I was reading, I read this thing Bitch. on Instagram and I thought this would be a good topic and I wanted to do sibling murders. Mm-hmm. But I've left it open to interpretation because mine's not what you think it is. Yeah. But that's good though. Different interpretations. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all open to everybody. Um, yeah. But before we do that, what are we drinking? Um, I'm not going to lie to you, I 
Um, I had a barbecue at the weekend and people left alcohol here, so someone left a bottle of red wine and I'm literally just drinking What's that. it called? Soft and fruity, I don't know. <laughs> Blossom Hill. That's, that's, that's fine. Oh, Mitchie. Um, what are you drinking? Because of this heat, I can't. I just cannot bring myself to drink any alcohol. So I'm, bring, I'm drinking this lovely bottle of Higland Spring. <laughs> I know. I Highland Spring. Stop it. <laughs> um, Highland Spring sparkling water. Oh, it freaks me out that you drink sparkling water. I love water. it. It makes me feel electric. Oh, goodness gracious. Also, it's healthy. Well, no, actually, I don't know if it's healthy or not, actually. That's why you purple all the time. I bet, I bet it's for you to be, to be, um, out yes. than in, right? Yeah. Better out than in, I always say, Fiona. What was that line um, that you say in France? I'm not in France, in um, Frankfurt. Oh, you're really going to make me fat on yeah. the podcast. It's all right. Kiss your dog, bite, not now she's been Say it again, say it again, because I cut it. Ugh. Kiss your dog, bite, not now she's been <laughs> You don't want to listen to my voice saying that back. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, I'll It's true. My nose is running, sorry. All right, it's a nice view. We should post this on the Instagram. It's a screenshot. Did I do it? Did I do it? Wait, hold on. Did you don't fight, not now she's been fed. I was holding my breath that whole time. I don't know why. You got the tissue in your nose. Oh. I've got you a lot of Sorry, guys. I keep getting little water blisters because of the heat. Where? My feet. Ew, you've got weird feet. No, though. I don't. I've got one weird foot. <laughs> Is it just on the one weird foot where you're getting Yeah, the it's on my one weird foot. That makes me really uncomfortable. Makes me uncomfortable too. I think you need to go to the doctors. I think I just need talcum powder. I think it's just. No, I think you need to go to. The oh, doctor. but I hate them. I don't care. Sort your fucking foot out. Um. So who's gonna start? You said you wanted to. Start. Yeah, I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> Drink your sparkling water, weirdo. So there was talk. other things that I found out about you on holiday and I realised that I don't even know this bitch and I can't even remember what it was. It was the fact that you used those tampons, the, the, the like, little Lillette ones. That freaks me out. <laughs> freaks me out. I, I feel like they're going to fall out at any moment. With these nails as well, can you imagine? <laughs> or the thought of doing that really upsets me. Um, I just prefer it because sometimes those... Like, there's there's a certain brand that just doesn't sit right in me. <laughs> <laughs> so, unless it's, like, tampon, I'm not going to be getting any other tampon. Yeah, I get you. I only buy tampons anyway. Like, I really, my mum likes to buy, because she works for Lidl's, she likes to buy Lidl's stuff, and she brings home Lidl's tampons, and I'm looking at her. Yeah, I don't like unbranded tampons, I'm not going to lie to you. 
I don't mind if it's um boots one. It's just it's down to comfort, and I've tried enough to know which ones are comfortable. And there's just that Tampax, the one that's not sport, is not for me. Yeah, I like Tampax Pearl. The one with the plastic casing, absolutely fine. I really don't like the ones with the cardboard because the cardboard doesn't move. Also, those are the ones. Some there for just a while. too long. Do you not feel that? I thought you like long things. <laughs> don't even try it. Listen, <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't listen to her. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I. I, you know, I, I do. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's been like a month. I'm so tired. I'm so sad. It's not actually okay. In comparison to that, it's not been that long then. It's been like two weeks. <laughs> Do you want to tell our listeners? No. Listeners. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go on. I'll let you go. Into um, the okay. So, it's been a while since I've done this, so, you know, I might be a bit rusty. We're in Florida. Florida. It's January 1999, and we have a young lady called Sonia Spite. She's about to sit down. She's going to do a jigsaw puzzle. She is 29 years old. She's a teacher. 29! (laughs) for that sorry carry on she's 29 years old she's a teacher's aide and um she worked at port saint john she she lived with a boyfriend and his two children um and as she sat there she was shot four times with a nine millimeter semi-automatic gun Damn. Are you jealous now? <laughs> um, I was up until that point, yeah. Being shot doesn't sound fun. No boyfriend is worth it. It was her boyfriend's gun that killed her. Um, and when they described the scene, they said there were bullet holes everywhere um, and it was just a hot mess. She was shot by her boyfriend's two kids. I knew you were going to say that. Ooh. This this is where my take of sibling murders comes in. Yeah, fair enough. I know when I said sibling murders, my initial thought was a sibling killing their brother or sister. Which is where I went. But I thought this one is actually quite good because it was two siblings that planned this. Yeah. I like the interpret that we've both got different interpretations yeah. of I'm it. I'm glad we're doing cases as well. For a second I thought we might pick the same one. Because my plan B, I felt, is quite common. Um, so the two kids, we've got 12-year-old... What's the other child called? You cut out Catherine Nicole Jones. So they shot her. They dragged her body to the bathtub and tried to clean her up. They then tried to clean the room. And they even used bleach to clean the carpets. After they did this, they ran. I'm giving you kind of like a base view of what happened and um, I'll go into detail as to why they wanted to do it because there's quite theories as to it okay. um, so after they did all of this they ran to their friend's house where they panicked and they admitted to what they did um, and then 
as the fear really kicked in, they ran off to hide in the woodlands. <laughs> they were found the following day um, and investigators said, basically what they told us during the interview was that they were jealous of the, atten the attention their father was giving to this woman. He was not spending time with them as, as much as he used to. And they were pretty a matter of fact that they wanted to get rid of her. That was one of the theories as to why they did it. And to be honest, the boy, the boy Curtis, he told them that. Why are you laughing? The boy Curtis. The boy. Because the minute you said the boy, all I can think about is, Luna, who did you push? <laughs> I pushed a boy. I thought that was a boy. Right. Oh, god. <laughs> oh god okay right sorry serious case um, carry on yeah so there's more theories as to why they killed her but we'll get yeah. let me just ask you what else do you think oh how do i scratch your eyelash out <laughs> my eyelashes are itching my eye sorry feels really nice um don't watch me in it i am because you're eating it's actually quite nice that you're eating popcorn whilst listening to me. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, so let me let me describe the kids for you. So we've got Catherine, who's 13. She was described as very intelligent, very smart, which is what intelligent means. This is what this is what the investigator said. So Catherine was described as a quote mark, very intelligent, a very smart girl for her age. She was very. She wasn't really emotional. She lacked empathy. She was very. Oh. She's one. She was the one who came up with the plan, and they carried it out very matter-of-factly. That's scary. I know, but I feel like they always describe people like this. But really, maybe they were. She was just in shock. Mm, yeah, maybe, but she could be because I feel like if you're that clever, you're gonna know that you should show some emotion even if you're not capable of it when i get to the trial well you can tell me whether you think it's fair or not oh okay but to be honest with you there's no history of these kids being sociopathic like there's no you know those general tick boxes they use animals they do this that and the other there was like none of that they were just two kids and there was one thing that actually really is the fact that they were kids were after they'd been convicted which they will be um curtis the young boy 12 he kept asking his attorney that if he could take his nintendo with him to jail like this this is like the level of how much of a child they are like they don't even realize that sounds like my brother that he'd ask to take his playstation with him yeah that, that just shows you they, they're just too young to realize I don't know. They've said that, like, they've had got maybe in 1990 they didn't, but I know now, like, the cutoff for being an adult or a child is like 10 years old because at that time they say that you know right from wrong and you know what you're doing is bad. Yeah. When I come to like, um, like Jamie Bolger's killers, they were oh very God, aware, yeah. but there was nothing. There was nothing. Well, I'll get to it with my other theory, but there was nothing in these two kids to say they were like sadistic or anything like that. It was just more, there's, there's more of an innocent tone to it. Like I'm gonna kill them, this person because they're taking my dad away. 
jealousy is a real thing, you know. Yeah. We should okay. do that as a as a, a theme. Stop it. Well, when you win, we can pick the other How do you know I'm going to win? <laughs> no, I mean when you win in, like, our whole wine and crime That's life. true. That's true. Um, so I'm going to jump to the trial. So, no, to be honest, the trial's not that long. During the trial, they were they were portrayed as having planned the murder and it was premeditated and they knew exactly what they were doing, like you said. Um, but without a full trial ever occurring and without evidence ever being presented and without a witness ever testifying, the children accepted a deal and pleaded guilty to second degree murder. Um, and they were sentenced to 18 years in prison. Prison? Prison. So they'd be set. 30 when they got out. Yeah, so this is 1999. They have actually been released since then. But I just find 18 years is shocking because I feel like even Stephen Lawrence's murders, murderers didn't get that long and they were child as kids even though they were like way in their 20s. Yeah, that's nice. It's America. <sighs> America. Um, and this actually <laughs> the youngest convicted murderer in US history at the time. Oh, that's exciting. No, then I don't know if someone has actually topped that. We'll have to find out. Stay tuned, guys. Do you think, I, I keep going back to this, do you think Jamie Bolger's murderers were the youngest in this country? How old? No, I read, I saw a news article of a four-year-old who killed a two-year-old child. How old was the boy? No, I didn't read the news article. I heard it on that blood and wine podcast that i listened to in the uk talking about that i think it's in the us so they might have topped they might have topped yours he was as the youngest 14 four four years old four-year-old girl killed like a two-year-old baby or something like that wow shot them i think but let me listen to that episode again and i'll get all the gory details Okay. Um, so where so after they've been convicted and they were doing jail time, it wasn't ten years after that these kids were locked up that the real reasons as to why they shot Spites came out. Spites, Spates, I can't say a name, and I'm sorry. Um, um, it was revealed. Well, Catherine managed to speak out and she spoke to Florida today and she revealed that she had actually been sexually abused um, and was going, was going? She was sexually abused for months by, it wasn't spate, it was, she was sexually abused by a family member um, that her dad was related to. But it wasn't just her, Curtis was also sexually abused too. Um, and there's more details about this. This is where it kind of I feel like the system failed them because they they had they had fact in the system as being abused. So in nineteen ninety four, Curtis told his mum that he this man that he this relative of theirs is making him share a bed with them and he was fondling him. Um, and then later we have Catherine whose account is that she she was showering 
and he came in and he masturbated over her, this relative, the same relative. That's disgusting. Uh, I can't. But, but I have a question mm-hmm. for you. But why if it's just, not if it's just a relative, obviously it's still bad, but why if it's a random relative, did they shoot the girlfriend? This is where I'm going to get to it. Okay. It's not. It's not what you think. Like I feel like Spites was an innocent bystander in this. Um, but these kids were clearly. I know I said that they didn't suffer as kids, or they they didn't show those sociopathic things, traits. But they clearly had suffered abuse. So yeah, that that everything to me but penetration. So Ew. she said it wasn't rape but it was touching and fondling and oral sex he would make me perform oral Ew. sex to the point where I would throw up this... she also tried to tell her dad about the abuse but he didn't believe her and when this was taken further to like social services he made he intimidated the kids to not to deny everything really mm-hmm. And then it gets thicker. The plot gets thicker. This, the social services, they, they obviously know about this guy and they told her dad, you should not let this man stay in your house because he is a convicted paedophile. So dad <gasps> knowingly allow this man to stay there knowing he's a convicted paedophile. This guy, oh, understand pedos. Have you seen, oh, I think I sent that thing to you. Sorry, going off on a tangent that people are campaigning to have paedophilia added to, like, the LGBTQ acronym. Absolutely. The fuck not. You have a sickness. You absolutely have a sickness. And no, I I just can't. The audacity. And they're claiming that they have, like, a small child trapped in them. So it's no, like, you know, like, trans people, they feel like they were born in the wrong body. They're claiming that they were born... They were like, their body is like an adult, but their mental state and all of that is like a child. Technically, they're not paedophiles. Yeah, no, but that's that's you've got you've got a mental health issue there. You need to be. Yeah, you've got your sickness. You've got. Oh, makes me so mad. It makes me so mad, and it takes away. No, I actually I can absolutely, and it takes away from the LGBTQI. I think it is now they've added the I um, movement. Do you know what I mean? That's not a sickness. That's, oh, just, I can't, just, it's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Why have you got a unicorn on your head? Oh, my birthday decorations are still up and they literally sit on my head. I fell down my forehead. (laughs) It was a filter. (laughs) How do you get that? Um, where was I? Where did I get up to? She tried to tell her dad that he abused her. Yeah, her dad didn't listen. Um, these kids, yeah, they they were suffering. It it just didn't look like it on the surface. Um, in 1996, officials had to actually open an investigation as to why Curtis had a bruised eye. So, like, they were flagging in the system. Like, these kids clearly weren't okay at home. Um. Catherine actually tried to run away and again this oh. was in 1998 like a few months before the murder yeah. 
Catherine tried to run away from home and the teacher raised it because she was concerned that Catherine was being sexually assaulted. So at least she's got the teacher on her side. Oh, it makes sense. That dad did not deserve those children. I know, but then if you look at, like, um, have you seen that documentary, The Case of Gabriel Fernandez? No, I haven't. The one on Netflix. Yeah. His teacher was the same. Like, she would flag it, but there was only so much she can do. Like, they don't, not enough. Brevity, is that the word? Yeah, yeah. Taking into these cases, and it's a shame, because by then it's too late. Um... Yeah, so, so let's if we go back to the day of the murder, we've got more. We've got more context as to why they potentially plan to kill. Plan to kill. Um, okay, chop some ass. So you know that they're getting abused. Mm-hmm. Their dad's not listening to them, and you know the abuser mm-hmm. is still in their home. So they planned. Actually, before all of this. Catherine even wrote in her diary because of what was happening to her that she actually planned to kill kill him. Um, but they knew that they couldn't get away with just killing him. They would have to kill their dad and also kill Spites, Spates as well. Why? So there weren't witnesses? Because firstly, her dad didn't believe her. Well, their dad didn't believe them. Um, and I guess she was just a bystander, sadly. She didn't deserve to die in any of this. But because by association, she would have to yeah. kill the dad, then she's not going to just stick around and deal with it. Surely she would have known, though, so she's guilty by association, by not doing anything. But did she know? Like, you don't know the level of relationship the dad had with his partner. She might have just been blind. Sure. But anyway, they planned to kill the abuser, the dad, and by association, kills Spates as well. Um, but when push came to shove, the day of the murder on the 6th of September, 6th of Jan, the 6th of Jan, they grabbed the dad's gun and the dad and the abuser were out. They killed Spates first. And after that had happened, they freaked out. And that's when they couldn't commit to going any further than killing just her. Got you. I feel like justice um, yeah. in their own hands because they were like failed by the system. I completely get that, but that doesn't obviously justify killing Spades because she probably was just an innocent bystander. So it's just kind of a, a conundrum. Is that the right word? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Just bring your spark They wanted to end the abuse. They took it into their own hands and they just failed, I'm afraid. Uh, but I just feel like it's, it's my own opinion. I feel like they were wrongly tried. Not not wrongly tried. They do need to suffer the consequences of killing. Yeah, yeah, but not 18 years. Not 18, maybe not 18 years, maybe more rehabilitation. Because they're young. Probation. Yeah. Or like a young I'm, kid's home, not prison. Or juvenile prison. Mm, I don't even think, like, I don't know. I don't believe. Like, obviously, the woman wasn't their attacker, but they were pushed to such a point where they felt like they had to kill their attacker, like, not their attacker, their abuser. 
and I feel like you don't deserve to go to prison for essentially self-defense do you know what I mean yeah but in this case where they didn't actually kill their abuser they just I know someone that was just associated is you still need to suffer the consequences yeah no no I agree with that but I don't like how severe the punishment was because I mean look at people in America like white men that shoot up cinemas and shit like that they get like what six months and then probation like it's disgusting yeah oh, oh it just makes me so mad the injustice system, like the justice system sorry it has no like there's obviously all these previous cases that set precedent and all of that but it's like there's literally no structure hmm. to how they try and sentence people and I just find it crazy I think when you're dealing with kids there needs to be more understanding as to why so instead of kind of just locking them up and then chucking away the key you need to like fully psychoanalyze these kids and see why they were doing it Mm -hmm. they help the future but like there's more to it I feel like there's more of a reason why kids would do something like this yeah yeah no I get you oh god and surely like the fact that they couldn't go through with the other two murders should show that they're not actually bad kids do you know what I mean and they even admitted to it they ran to their friend's house straight after they they admitted it and then they ran again so it's like it's clearly on their mind it's a guilty conscience yeah otherwise you would just sit there and like revel in it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um that was 1999 though they were actually released in 2015 so 16 years yeah so they ended up doing less than the 18 years but even then i feel like you've lost your you've lost the prime time of your life haven't you yeah, you've lost your twenties. You come out in your the end of your twenties. Mm. But it's not all doom and gloom. Catherine actually like where they are now. Catherine actually um released her side of the story and someone actually reached out to her, a Navy officer. Um they got married. Oh! She's actually living a pretty decent life, I'd guess. Good for her. <laughs> Um, Curtis, on the other hand, he was also released in 2015, but he didn't speak out. Can I, Curtis just sounds like a really ginger child. <laughs> I didn't. We can post pictures of them, can't we? Yeah, well, I mean, we did that before, yeah. But then we're posting pictures of the murderers. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, fine. Um, it's who yeah. our case is about. He's not a ginger kid. He's not what you think, what you're imagining. Okay, don't tell me. Let me let me Google it and have a look. See. Okay, so Curtis actually became a minister in jail, um, and he became that kind of stereotypical prisoner with the da- with the tattoos and stuff. Him now, anyway. Man of bad man, yeah, get you. But yeah, definitely not ginger. There was something that um, Catherine said that actually was quite hard hitting for kids that go to jail. She wrote, oh, God. Um, she said, of course, there are fears, mainly because there's so much I must learn to function like a normal person, like how to drive, fill out job applications, text, dress for a job interview, build my credit, obtain life, dental, medical insurance. I'm completely clueless. But so she's missed out on things that we take for granted. Like, I just don't know if that, that doesn't sit right with me and I don't agree. No. that 18 years was just too much yeah they could have given them like 
three years or three or four years so that they were both out by the time they were 16 rehabilitate them absolutely probation if you really want to for like 10 years yeah and put them on probation for two years that when they're 18 like fully functioning adults or 21 or whatever the age is in the u.s absolutely fine not a problem you obviously know that they're not going to do it again because of the reason why they did it if that's the reason do you know what then I mean? they th- those reasons didn't come out until 10 years later i know that's so annoying i think they could have appealed if they'd given their reasons sooner i know but then when you're a kid you're too scared to speak out especially if your dad's intimidated you the first time your dad's still alive and now you've killed his partner how are you going to speak out i'd like to know what happened to the abuser in all of this that's true that's a good point i didn't look into him i just i don't know Okay. I thought I might end up in the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wicked. Um, but yeah, that's my story. Okay, I'm going to Google this afterwards. It's really interesting. I like Titus it. and Catherine Jones. Okay. That- I'm really disappointed that she's she's very cute. Oh. And not ginger, that's annoying. I feel like we haven't said enough on the victim. There wasn't too much on the victim anyway. She was just doing a puzzle. It's all good. She died happy. Did she? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, man. Okay, so, my case. I'm shy. Um... (laughs) So, I picked a case that focused on sororicide which is where you kill your own sister or you enlist someone to help you do it or they do it for you or whatever. Mm. So I actually picked a famous case. It was the murder of Tammy Lynn Hamolka. Okay. And it took place in Canada and it is extremely well known due to the publicity that it received. Sorry, someone drove outside my window. Um, so before I go into the actual murder, I wanted to focus on who killed her and kind of give, like, a bit of a background story. Um, So Tammy was killed by her older sister, Carla, and her fiancé, whom she went on to marry in 1991 after they killed the sister. I just want to put that out there. Why don't you just divorce your husband and then go, like, I I don't know, I don't know. Why do you have to kill first? Why can't you just find the other options? I don't know. So between the years, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Between the years of 1987 and 1990, Paul became the Scarsborough rapist with at least 19 known sexual assaults being committed by him. And this is not including the one of Tammy. So Paul and Carla met in October 1987 at the start of his rampage. And straight away, she encouraged she encouraged his sadistic behaviour and even took turns raping some of the victims and videoing them. You know what this reminds me? Support um, war killers. Just Myra it? and what's her? Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. So, Paul and Carla are also responsible for what is known girl murders school girl killer murders with tammy being the first victim and the killing spanning from 1990 to 1992 
So now I'm going to get into Tammy. She was just 15 at the time of her death. And from the beginning of Paul's relationship with her sister, Carla, he made it very well known to her that he had taken to Tammy and became so obsessed with her that he often asked Carla to pretend to be Tammy when they had sex. Can you imagine? As their relationship progressed, Paul started asking Carla if he could have sex with Tammy and eventually she agreed and offered Tammy's virginity as his Christmas present. Did Tammy agree? Not a clue, sis. Tammy is just doing her own little 15-year-old thing. From what I read about her, she was very, like, active in clubs, like a straight-A student. She was just one of those, like, it girls or... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh, so anyway... Eventually, Carla got some halothane, which is a liquid general anaesthetic from the veterinary... Veterinary? How do you say that? Veterinarian? No, that's not it. (laughs) Okay, so from the... Let me just say the vet clinic. (laughs) When I was researching it and I wrote that word down, I was like, I know I'm going to struggle. No? Yeah, no, but okay, cool. The vet clinic where she worked, which was used to sedate Tammy... After the family Christmas party, Tammy was drugged with the halothane with alcohol and the couple took it in turns to rape and parents. Everyone was asleep. They had another sister as well who was also sleeping. That's disgusting. So it was just them three awake. No, no. Can you imagine raping your own sister? Anyway, I just can't. So eventually Tammy choked on her own head. But before calling 911, Paul and Carla hid all the evidence and redressed Tammy. Bearing in mind she had chemical burns on her face from the halo thing. Yeah, she had chemical burns on her face and no one really asked why. Anyway. Also, I feel like they won't even look into like her being raped. They would just see see the surf. She choked on her own vomit and she was yeah, drunk. They might right? be like, oh, let's have a look and see. Yeah, exactly. Because their mind probably doesn't even go yeah, there. Yeah, which is fair enough. Like, it's not your first... But... Yeah. Anyway, so they took her to hospital and she was pronounced dead. And Paul told the police he tried to revive her, but failed. But her death was initially ruled as an accident. Although, one of the theories is that an overdose was given on purpose by Carla as she was jealous of Paul's infatuation with her sister. Makes sense. A lot of sense. So three weeks after the murder, Carla and Paul recorded a video called the Fireside Chat, which was eventually in this video, they confessed what they'd done and admitted to enjoying it. And then later went on to Tammy's room and videoed themselves. Yeah, when they before they were when they went into the bedroom, Tammy's bedroom, Carla put on Tammy's clothes and then they had Tammy's bed and videoed it. Where are her parents? <laughs> I'm guessing they're grieving, like, and they're just not bothered. I really don't. Doesn't really say much about the parents. I just can't. It's just, yeah, it's just mad, isn't it? Where do they find the videos of all of this? Like, what? How did this all come out? Okay, we're getting there. So I'm going to go back in time, just time to a month before the murder, to November 1990. Someone came forward and gave Paul's name as a possible suspect for the Scarsborough Rapist, which is what I mentioned at the beginning. 
So he voluntarily gave DNA samples and then was allowed to leave the station the next day. So remember, this is 1990. It wasn't until December 1992, two years later, that these samples were finally tested. Finally tested. Not even prepared, they were just tested. These samples were confirmed to be a match to that of the Scarsborough rapist. So they caught him. Amen. It was a bit little too late, though. Oh, tell me about it. So then on February 1993, the Metro Toronto Sexual Assault Squad interviewed Carla, who stated that she was a battered spouse and was an unwilling accomplice to the rapes and murders. A battered spouse, okay. Which... So usually, like, the plan is behind it. She's annoying. Ugh, she's so annoying. Anyway, so before she got convicted in March 1993, Carla confessed to the murder of her sister in a letter to her parents. Can you imagine getting that letter so from her So her child? sister died in 1987, right? No, she killed her sister in 1990. Okay, and then it took two years. And then she, when did she write the letter? 1993. Too long, man. She should have gone, ugh. Does it take that guilty conscience? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ugh, I know. So Carla managed to strike a deal and was sentenced to only 12 years in prison with a conviction of manslaughter. Her original conviction would have been two counts of first degree murder and one count of second degree murder. So my my bitch got a good deal. Yeah, I find that so unfair. I'm sorry, you got a 12 year old and a 13 year old with 18 years for attempting to kill their abuser and someone who's raped their Mm -hmm. sister sister and she's only got 12 years yep i don't want to see it nasty was there privilege involved i will get to it there's no privilege but there's a reason why so the videos that they oh okay so i left a bit out actually i'm gonna go back so paul and carla in the span of their rampage of killing and raping girls they videoed every single one right, okay and at this point we know of about 25 victims maybe so the videos of these rapes surfaced after carla made the plea deal and obviously they showed that she was much more than a willing participant than she initiated it seemed. so due to this she attracted worldwide media attention, which is why the case is so famous in Canada. And the plea bargain was dubbed Deal with the Devil. He hid them and he eventually said... So what happened, he was obviously not happy that she'd made this plea bargain and said that she was a battered spouse mm. or him. So he said, if you get the videos, I can prove to you that she did help me. She was this, she was that. But nobody wanted, wanted to listen to him. So it took them a while to finally find the videos. And obviously she made this plea bargain. And then when they did find them, he wanted to use her to help him get a lesser sentence kind of thing so they could share it. But yeah, it didn't work. So she still managed to only get 12 years? She managed to get 12 years. Even yeah. after the video released? Like, so yeah, she'd already made, she'd already made oh the plea deal. And they'd all signed off on it, and it was, yeah. She's out there walking about now. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. We'll get to that. 
So, where were I? So Carla divorced Paul in 1994 and then went on to marry her lawyer upon release from prison in 2005. I don't get it. Yeah, that's it. When I read that bit, I was like, how the fuck did that even come how about? Did, her lawyer, she must be close to a lawyer that he introduced this sadistic woman to his own brother. His I know, it's weird, isn't it? And they've now got three kids together and living their best lives. That actually pisses me off. That could have been her sister. Yeah. Yeah. So, Paul was also arrested in 1993 and was only initially tried for the schoolgirl murders, but not including Tammy at this point, because this was before Carla wrote the confession to her parents in the letter. So he was convicted of two first-degree murders and aggravated sexual assaults and was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. That's that's a fair... fair. Um, but then 100%. I still mind Bobby only got 12 years. Yeah, she was smart, man. Too smart. Too smart, yeah. Right. She's I want to know shit. what she looks like now. Okay, well, we'll have a Google session after we've recorded. Um, so, obviously, when you get arrested, you have to do, like, a mental check. What's the word? Sanity check? No, oh, there's a particular word for it, and now I've got... I've forgotten what it is. You guys know what I'm talking about. I'll find the word later. So, he scored... Paul scored 35 out of 40 on a psychopathy checklist and was deemed a clinical psychopath and then was to release whilst in prison. Too da- blah, 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 blah. And he was declared too dangerous to release. Whilst he was in prison, he also had to be segregated for his own well, his own safety, obviously, because he's basically a paedophile. Most of his victims were, like, 15, mm-hmm. which I forgot to mention, but now you guys know. I think the word schoolgirl gives it away, yeah. though, doesn't it? But then what about the... What about his partner, Carla? Like, do she not tested? She got five out of 40 when she did the test. It did say, but I can't remember. She got very low, so it was fine. Four or five. Makes me question the validity, because I feel like she's more than what she's showing. Yeah, she's hidden it very well. She's Mm. very smart. Yeah. Um, But segregated in prison but was still attacked regularly um so during his incarceration in 2006 paul confessed to 10 more attacks that were previously unsolved he came up for parole of parole review several times during his sentence the last time being february 2018 but all of which were denied because of his status as a dangerous and paul still is alive and is at Kingston Penitentiary in Ontario, Canada. What about Carl? Three kids living their best. Three kids. Yeah. I don't. Makes me mad. No, I don't like that. I don't like how she got off scot free. To be honest, well, not scot free because she's but not enough in my opinion. So. I don't know that. Oh. So what was their surnames? Because I'm going to Google them after. Um, his surname was Bernardo, and her surname was H O M O L K A. Okay. 
So, yeah, that's my case. Sororicide. I'm going to say it. I think yours won. Mine was... Mine was very unjust, but this was gripping. And, like, I love these kind of... Oh, love is a strong word. I... I'm fascinated by these kinds of cases because it reminds me of um, Mm. Myra and what's-his-face. Someone Hindley. I can see them in my head. Myra and... Maybe like Jim or something. Myra and Ian Hindley. There you go, Ian. I was close. What are our sister? Just a bit mad, isn't it, Pat? Too mad. I can't imagine like yeah, I don't fights, like this shit. Never would I imagine like killing them. No, and I can't imagine any of us would be with a man who wanted to fuck our sister and rape her and do all of that. And we would like, allow it. Can you dress up please? Uh, Excuse me? Absolutely not. I'd kill you. I actually I wouldn't, but that's just an it's just a no. But I think when you in- help him rape women and stuff like that, you haven't got really got a leg to stand on. Like, you obviously, is that where you draw the line? <laughs> I just don't know. I, I feel like this is this is why it makes me feel like it's similar to Myra because Myra was involved in picking the girls, and I oh, she was God. like that too. But is it because they like actually want to do it, or because they love him so much they don't want to disappoint him? Like, I just don't get it. Does that I think make it sense? is that that fear of losing someone, not doing something, doing not, not finding someone better. You just stick with what they. There, there is so much better out there than a serial really? killer. Really, three kids like, now with her lawyer's brother. But to be fair, in her defence, she has no defence. If she didn't do all of this, she wouldn't have met. <laughs> she would have met her husband. Wow. <laughs> There's a silver lining. <laughs> Wow. You know, I understand where you're coming from, but yeah. You just don't like it, Pat? Yeah, I don't like it. No, it's a bit mad. That it? was the winner. That was definitely was... the winner. Yay! 29! I'm just shocked. Carla Hummel. Oh yeah, let me actually Google what she looks like. I, I got so engrossed in like the story yesterday that I did. Oh, there you go. She's the first choice when you put it in Google. Oh, I've seen these two. They yeah. were on um that. <sighs> oh, this bitch ain't cute. Netflix, on Netflix, don't fuck with cat. Or he mentioned these two. Yeah. Because they're Canadian. Yeah. Wow. She's not unattractive. There's one picture of her that's just not cute, but that can you see the second? She is, she is pretty. She just looks like she's got she's dead behind the eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. She does. She looks she looks evil a little bit. Oh yeah, you can see when you Google the sister, you can see the chemical burn on her face. Oh, that's nasty. How did they not ask what, what was that her was? sister's name again? Tammy. How would you not ask what the burn was on the face? I don't get it. Oh, yeah. 
it's quite bad. It's not like a casual. It's massive. Okay, poor Bernardo. Let's have a look at this geezer. I bet he's not even cute. Ew. I don't like his face. Is he the one that's in the wedding pictures? I don't know. Just Google him. Ew, I really do not like his face. Oh, he looks creepy. Ew. He looks so creepy. It's the one where he's got longer hair and there's like a strand over his face. (laughs) (laughs) He's bald. Oh, he's so wonky. He also looks dead behind the eyes. I just, oh my goodness. He does. Yeah, he looks evil. Like, you'd pass him in the street and, like, the look that he would give you would that he's not right. Don't go there. Don't go there, sis. Oh, but my Carla God. Amolka, I'm wondering how she, like, lives with herself knowing that she did that. I don't know. I honestly do not know. I mean, she's free to talk about it openly because of double jeopardy like she's not going to get arrested again so it would i wonder i think she might have done a documentary i think from the looks of it there might be like little interviews because there's one of her face in the interview yeah it's just weird isn't it when she was released from prison yeah um she had to keep police informed of any name changes, resident changes, and any plans where she had, where she was going to be away from her house in forty-eight hours, and she was forbidden to be around anyone under the age of sixteen. So, I think we never won that. <laughs> Me, we'll put. Some... I'm very happy. I'm put pictures on our Instagram of what they look like. Yes, sir. We need to post normal content as well. We did. I'm going to put that picture of us in our story recording. Yeah, Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Anyways. Thank you for the win. I accept ungracefully um, because I'm a bad winner and a bad loser. Um, Thanks. I'll update you with my chosen topic. Okay. Soon. Don't, don't worry, innit? I want... Yeah, okay. Okay. I want something juicy. I'll, I'll get back to you, bro. Okay. Guys, like and subscribe. Yes, please. Keep sharing, listening. Give us a thumbs up. Following, like. I don't know what else there is. Thumbs up. Subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. No, you can follow, right? Yeah. Just... You can follow us on... Spotify, on Twitter, Instagram. Is it right? Yeah, podcast, anything, innit? Loves yeah. ya. Oh, okay, thanks, Bye. guys. Ciao. Bye.